What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 155. Once again, I'm joined by the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, I'm Keith? I'm good. How y'all guys feeling? And when I want to talk local TV news, there's no guy I trust more than my favorite director, who happens to be my brother, Mr. Mark Powell, in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, bro? And when I want to know what's going on with the local real estate scene, there's nobody I trust more than the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. World knows him as Derek Powell. He's my cousin. What's up, DP? Oh, DP won't be answering because DP is not here today uh he did have a good excuse this time unlike uh episode 154 where the excuse was kind of kind of weak so we did uh certainly all agree that this excuse was was valid 100 percent. we will see him uh next week when he joins us again um it is uh it's fall let me ask you guys before we get get into this um what signifies fall to you i mean when do you when do you feel like or know that it's fall what what is the indicator for you mark um as a kid or as an adult as an adult all right as an adult as a early on adult like when i was first had my boys and they were going to school it'd be those school ads hey you know back to school i would you know that would be sort of like a hey something's going on now since they're out of school i i kind of it's gonna sound stupid. It almost almost sneaks up upon me because I'm I'm right. working. I'm not really. There's no markers, and and, and it's not even a marker of sports because sports seems like it's been on constantly. <laughs> so I'm like I don't I don't have any kind of like you know oh this is coming on let me do this. I don't watch any like new shows like oh this new show none of that happens. Everything you know I can get on demand. So I don't have any kind of like oh I got to be on the TV for this day for this show. So it just kind of just rolls through and it's like, oh, next I know, you know it's got a little colder in the morning. Oh, I guess I put a jacket on. And that's what I kind of know. Hmm. Keith? Mine would be jelly apples and the Chinese apples. That would tell me what? that um, fall is here because that's the only time that would really come out because, you know, Halloween is upon us. And the Chinese oh, apple okay. was the change of the fruit of the season. That's how I used to tell the difference, you know, when fall was here. Uh, let me just let our audience know, for people who do not live in New York City, <laughs> or certainly didn't grow up in Brooklyn, the aforementioned Chinese apple is a pomegranate. Yeah. I, I learned if that. You're in, if you're in Nebraska, <laughs> it's a Chinese apple. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, a pom- it's a pomegranate. Yeah. We didn't know any better. We were ignorant and back then, and we're supposed to know better now. So, uh, yeah, it's a pomegranate. Yes, and pomegranates <laughs> show up in the fall. Uh, but for, yeah, I mean, it's, that's, it's such a, you know, when you said it, I'm laughing because it's such a New York thing. To call it for, such a, yeah. From, for the kids from, from the hood, we, yeah. you know, we didn't know no better. It was like, Oh wow. Okay. This is a different kind of apple is a pomegranate, you know, you can get, now, and you know, it's funny cause I, I guarantee you our kids and even the babies know your granddaughter, they all know cause they drink pomegranate juice, pomegranates and everything. But back then, you know, nobody was concerned about it <laughs> oh, <laughs> at all. By any by antioxidants and our uh, you know our you know longevity. So uh, yes, uh, that is very that's uh, yeah good analogies. It's funny. I you you mentioned it, Mark. It's true. I guess um, you know when I was teaching, obviously you know I knew when when fall was coming. But but you know outside of that, you know once you're an adult, once your kids stop going to school, it really I mean you know the football season starts. 
Uh, but the weather is still kind of, you know, cool. Yeah. So even if you're not, I mean, like, you know, weather's still warm. I mean, it's going to be like, you know, 80 this week. Um, so if you're not really um, into football, it's no, there's no real market. I think to me, the the most fall thing is the baseball playoffs. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's the kind of, that's the, I mean, like you said, sports is kind of ubiquitous. It's, it's, it's been on constantly. And with, with uh, the pandemic, you know, our, our sports calendars got kind of screwed up but but really like when i start to go okay this is fall you know certainly like uh, uh baseball and then going into this gonna start this week any any store at this point will be a halloween store um you're gonna start seeing halloween candy for something that's not even gonna happen okay, that's christmas stuff in the store yesterday. Yeah. yeah christmas stuff and in the thanksgiving stores, you know and thanksgiving yeah that's 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 what's screwing up the fall is the fact that you know people retailers are just wilding out in terms of getting on board with this stuff early. So uh, like when these candy right. apples come out, do you buy them? I do. I love candy apples. Bro. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I was always the worst one, the candy apple or the caramel apples, because I'm good for like the first couple of bites, but then I realized I don't like apples. <laughs> <laughs> I, got this, That's I got this, yeah, I got this caramel apple or this uh, candy apple that has two bites in it. And I try, got now I got to try to hide it because I had my mother buy it. You eat this apple. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's, how long can I wait for? She don't care anymore. I can throw this thing out. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm good. For, I'm good for a half a candy apple, you know, because again, I mean, once you, I mean, once you eat the outs, the outside is outrageous. The yes. outside is delicious. And then, you, and, and, and you know, I, I like Macintosh. I do like Macintosh apples so I can get down for half, but then I'm like, you know what? I got to eat the rest of this apple on a stick with, with, you know, candy that I'm, I'm pretty much done with. Nah, and caramel apples, I, I just, that's just a bad idea. I don't, I don't know what the thought process is, is behind that. I don't get it. My tooth hurts right now thinking about those caramel apples. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring so, to right. So, yeah, uh, so um, it, 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 speaking of fall, um, we're, we're in the midst of, of, of hurricane season. I was, uh, before we get, you know, talking about other things, you know, the, the, uh, football and whatever, but hurricane season is upon us, and global warming is kicking the world's ass. And I just read that uh, Tropical Storm Nicholas, which was kind of a messy tropical depression, tropical storm, and never really fully organized into a hurricane, but the tropical storm itself is set to drop over 20 inches of rain Oof. in the Gulf Coast. They just got hit by the Ida. hurricane uh, Ida, and now they're looking at another twenty inches of rain. I don't. I don't think people realize New York City got four inches of rain uh, last more. week. It, but yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. It was only four inches of rain. It came down very fast. The one that flooded the, the, the flood the roads was only four inches. That, that's all. That was only four inches. That was four inches of rain. It, you know, came down in a very short period of time, and four in, an inch of rain. You know, when I when you ask Alexa, I want people, I want our audience to do this. When you ask Alexa next time, you know, there's rain in the forecast, ask Alexa for the forecast. And you say, Alexa, is it going to rain today? And Alexa will say, yeah, you know, we're looking at about, you know, 0.6 inches of rain. And that's a heavy rain day, 0.6 inches. So when you multiply that by the magnitude of four or magnitude, in this case, of 20 inches of rain, that could be devastating flooding and it's not getting better Anthony, uh, and i'm saying this within the hour it'll be 20 inches of rain 
I mean, not hour, in the minutes. Like, when it rained here in New York City, it was raining, right. what, uh, two two inches per minute or something like that? Some crazy numbers. Insane. Because when it came down, right. it was just pouring down. It never stopped. It was right. buckets, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's the twenty just total. But even if it's if it if it's over the course of twelve hours, that's a, a, an insane of amount week, of, rain. of rain. You know, I mean, when you get if you have an inch of water, I don't. I forget. I, you know, I'm, I forget my earth science. But just an inch of water, say an inch of rain that you know in a, in a winter time that becomes snowfall. That's a couple of feet. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good good ratio. So, so, um, yeah, we're talking about a, an inordinate amount of rain, and now you know they're trying to get this uh infrastructure bill passed, and they don't want to pass it, and they're struggling and fumbling and bumbling. And I'm saying, you know, I have far fewer tomorrows than I have yesterdays. Um, so <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, at some point in my future, none of this will matter, but. For these young folks, man, I mean, the planet we leaving them behind is jacked up. Yeah, leaving them a, a lemon. If you get you pass a car down as a kid, it used to be nice. You know what it's like? It's like the car that our uh, our father, your uh, your uncle, got passed on by uh, our grandfather. And it was a car that couldn't go in reverse, so he told him just to be the first one on the curb because that way he could pull off. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. We gave something that used to be nice. But now I had some issues so that you can work around. I mean, you can still drive, but it's not quite as nice as it used to be. What, the Thunderbird? Whatever car he gave him. I remember he told me, he gave him a car. You know, because Grandpa had a, was, was a mechanic, owned a, a shop. And right. he had a car that couldn't go reverse. So he's like, basically, how am I going to function in this? He told him to be the first one on the curb. That was the advice <laughs> from Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, uh, it's not as bad as the car. Remember the car uh, our father got us the first that Oldsmobile. It's a, it was an Oldsmobile Sunfire or Starfire Sunfire. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a green car. Yeah, green car, and that's the, this car, Kate. If you were driving down the highway at fifty miles an hour and somebody spit in the street, you would spin out. And you hit the spit, <laughs> you, you spit out. You you would lose control of the car. It would be like a speed yeah. racer scene, you know, just sitting there hanging under the wheel screaming. Or or, um, or another thing you would do, like that was one thing. Yeah, you you, you couldn't drive and drive. You could, maybe on sand we have a chance, but another thing you would do, like you sit in a lightning or you know in rest. All of a sudden the engine would start to rev and you weren't doing anything, and it would feel like it was going to just it would start. You hear this? You think somebody's going to race because the engine would start revving, 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 and then to get it out of this little rev loop, you had to hit the accelerator. Which made the car lurch. And you feel like the engines are gonna come flying out the uh, the the hood. It was like it was insane. And my uncle bought you this car to drive around in Long Island. What? Yeah, yeah why, mainly it was my car because at that point it was, it was supposed to be a share car, but my brother got a car quickly thereafter. But couldn't blame him. It was him. sort of my car. <laughs> <Couldn't blame him. laughs> yeah, it was my car that uh, if any, I mean, he's not exaggerating with the water. Any kind of water, you on your own. You might as well be on a bicycle. But the thing about it, what was funny about the car was, he negotiated for it. What? Yeah, we were in Queens. We went, we went in Queens. Him and I went to Queens. We we we, uh, we negotiated the car down. To, yeah, talking to talking to guy. I'm like, did, wait a he second. He didn't test drive the car. Oh, Come on, did man, he? You know your uncle. No. No, he didn't. <laughs> Listen, I was with him because we drove there, which is weird because 
I don't was think it Queens? I, th- I thought I thought it was like, I know it was like Nassau. It was Queens. Yeah, I, I believe it to be in Queens, but even still, I'm trying to figure out because I remember him and I went. And we I was there. To, okay, you. Know what I'm saying who drove the car back? Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I thought it was Queens, but even still, it was test drive. No, because I, I that wasn't. He's not going to do all that. He was going to uh, negotiate him down, but that wasn't the term he used back then. <laughs> Yeah, no, and it, like I said, but I remember, I remember watching the ghost. The, you know, and I didn't say a word. I just kind of sit, that you know, stood there. But you know, my head, you know, my 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 head was in my, you know, my my forehead was in my hands, and I, I couldn't believe. You know, I was like, man, this, 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 you getting beaten in the head, and he's like, yeah, you know, uh, how y'all like it? It's fine. It's cool. Thanks. <laughs> that was my little ride, though. Mm-hmm. Got me uh, to and from school, my senior year in high school because at that point, yeah, I mean, like. That forced my brother to get a car. You know what? I can't deal with this. <laughs> Let me go and spend some of these ducats and get myself a car, which was a very oh, nice no, no. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, I mean, um, it was crazy. It was, it was just, it was, it was, I forget what, what made me, it, there was a moment, I think, when I was in the car and I was like, in oh, the rain? Was, <laughs> it, 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 it probably was in the rain, you know, just trying to, trying to, you know, trying to pull away from a light. <laughs> you know, and and the rear tire because you know back then it was no pot, it, it, the car didn't have positive traction. It was no. a front wheel drive car, so the two front wheels are just spinning. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? This is stupid. This is really stupid. I mean, we're not talking twenty inches of rain either. We were talking about drizzle. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, not yeah. even drizzle. You know, like, you know anything drizzle. Yeah, like was, I said, if somebody spit in the street and you yeah. hit the spit, you, you spit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the flat spin like uh like Top Gun. <laughs> so. uh yeah, it's 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 again. I you know I'm just I'm concerned um, that we're not taking this thing serious. This this you know, we're not doing anything to mitigate it. And you know we all have you know you have grand a grandchild that's going to be you know coming of age in you know twenty thirty years and and you know certainly we have you know our sons who are you know of, of in, they're in their twenties now, um, but they're going to bring people into the world. And and I'm saying this the world we're leaving them behind. What we're doing, what we're doing, what most people do, and especially most Americans do, is we tend to procrastinate and wait to the last moment to do anything. I mean, just think about your own life. It's like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Well, this global warming argument has been coming around and been said easily. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a global warming expert, but I would venture a safe, a soft bet. That's at least a 15 to 20 year, hey, this is coming. You guys have got to do something now, right. inconvenient truth came out. I'm pretty sure it came out um, right after Al Gore lost. So that's like 2003, 2004. Yeah, in that yeah. ballpark. So, I don't remember. If I'm correct. They were also talking about the holocaps, how they started melting back then, and now yeah. they detaching right. and they they are bigger as cities. So when right. they were saying all these things were going to come down the road, and and everybody and everybody. Democrats, Republicans, independent, everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, now the chicken is coming home to roost. So you're getting bigger storms, bigger catastrophes, hotter seasons. And and that now it's like, oh, God, we need to do something. Well, the people who study this stuff, went to school and that you ignored, were telling you this. And now you right, no, they, they were talking about the tipping. They were talking about the tipping point. You know, we've already went, we way past the tipping point. I'm sure there's some some strategies that we can do to mitigate this. I mean, you know, the, the uh, 
What are we going to stop when the North Pole starts coming out? How, how are we stopping that, please? I would like to know. I, I'm glad Yes, We just have to wait for, wait for the uh, Yellowstone um, volcano to explode and throw enough dust in the sky that it'll cold, you know, freeze the planet back again, again and, and then we'll start oh, we all over. We'll start I, that means we won't be here. <laughs> no, no, we won't be here. I mean, Earth is going to be fine. Earth is fine. Earth is going to be sitting there spinning star, and floating yeah. in space for for another couple of billion years. We won't be here. Life on Earth won't be. We'll be Venus, but you know, we won't be yeah. here. Um, you know, so I mean, that's that's really what what it comes down to. This this is our this is our spaceship and right now in the words of Michael Ray Richardson, the ship is sinking. <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote, boy. That so, is such a New York thing, but I love their quote. We all know that. Right? <laughs> we all know ship be sinking. Ship be sinking. Uh, you know, speaking of, of I'm, not, I'm not even going to make that transition. I'm just going to say that uh, this week marked the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And I had some thoughts about it, and and uh, I was, I was kind of, I don't know. Uh, feeling kind of funky about it this time around. You know, every every year um, they 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 put on um, you know the shows. They remind us, and it's 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 very solemn. And they read the names, and they ring the bells, and ring the tower bells. Yeah. And um, coming on the same year that uh, we ended the war in Afghanistan, I, I guess I'm kind of torn, and I'm torn in this regard. Uh, we spent two trillion dollars. And and we've lost, yeah, at least that. Um, that's 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 the you know if, if nobody's doing full accounting, that's the number that they we toss out there. But it's certainly more than that. And and we, you know, we 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 spent all that money. We didn't get anything for it. Um. And I realized that yes, this that it was a horrible day. That's that's a, that day in September was a horrible day. But every single, uh, I think, uh, in the last few weeks, every two days in America, every two days, we're losing the same amount of people we lost on nine eleven to COVID. Yep. And. Yet we're not reading their names, and 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 you got half the country not giving a damn. So may, I, I I say all this to say this is not to diminish what happened, but to kind of point out the fact that yes, this is twenty years and two trillion, and we're losing that amount of people every single day. If you're sitting there and you're you're lighting a candle or you're watching a memorial special, you need to be waking up to the fact that. You know, you got to get vaccinated and stop this bullshit. That's 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 where I'm at. But uh, I'll take you guys. I, I want to know what your what your thoughts are. Where were you? How did you deal with it on that particular day? I'll start with you. Um, I was driving the bus that day. I was coming across uh, Cypress Hill, and uh, when you reach the peak of Cypress, that's in uh, Brooklyn, New York. For those who don't know, when you reach the peak, you know you can see the, the World Trade Center, and there was only one standing as I was coming across, and I seen all this smoke. Whoa. And I, and I couldn't understand what was going on until I um, got into the depot and they say that the towels crash. I couldn't fathom how the towels crash, you know, because it was just smoke as I came across. By the time I got to, I guess, Myrtle Avenue, the other one came down. 
But I was watching the show last night on uh, 60 Minutes, and they uh, was telling about the fire department and the men that, you know, that lost their lives, Port Authority, police and stuff. But what I didn't know about the fire department, guys, these cats were running up to the 72nd, 76th floor with weight on them, uh, hoses and all this stuff to evacuate people. Yeah. And, you know, and you think about running up, just say 13 flights of stairs, like we lived on the 13th floor. That was tough. Yeah. Imagine you got that weight on you and you're going up to the 77th floor. And one guy was a marathon runner. I think his name was Oreo. He made up to the, I think, the 83rd floor with all that stuff on. It gave me an appreciation of what they did. And the guy was saying, when they were giving these orders, no one shreds that I ain't going to do it. I ain't gonna. They, they went in there with a hope that they would make it out there alive, but they just didn't have enough time. So, you know, it's, it's sad that this had to happen. But it shows you the strength of, of New York City, as always, leading the way. <laughs> you know, these guys, you know, they gave their lives, you know, to save. They saved, like, I think 9,000 people or something when they, when they came out the uh, total. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can never, I mean, as, as far as New Yorkers are concerned, uh, there's no, uh, there's the, the, the New York's bravest. And, you know, when they're not choking out, Eric Garner, New York's finest, especially <laughs> New York, New York's finest in that regard. In that, in that, on that day, they 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 certainly earned the name New York's finest. I mean, those guys ran into that building um, with the intent of, of, of saving lives, and certainly New York's bravest. We call New York's bravest as our, as our fire department. New York's finest is our police department. Uh, New York's strongest sanitation uh, department. Uh, New York's uh, what is the other ones? Uh, Boldest, I think, is the correction. Yeah, bold. This is the corrections department. So yes, the New York's bravest and New York's finest ran into that building, uh, not knowing what was going to happen, having no idea what they were running into. Um, their only hope was that they were going to get in there and save some lives. And uh, you know, issues with radios. They, they never heard the evacuation order. Most of them didn't. Um, and it, it, it that's the real tragedy. That's the real real tragedy. I think what's even more criminal is that the people that worked on the pile after those buildings collapsed are still fighting for, for, uh, money fighting for, for medical expenses and everything else is that's the tragedy. Like I said, we spent two, $2 trillion in Afghanistan building them a nice airport and we don't take oh, care of our own. Or it's, or it's United States doing it. Yep. Mark. Um, I found out I was, I just dropped off the, the boys at Dake. Um, I dropped, dropped press off at school. I just dropped PS off at daycare. I was living in Baltimore at the time or uh, just outside of Baltimore, working in Baltimore. And uh, Kim called me and said, hey, uh, hey um, I don't know if you know yet, but it's some uh, plane flew into the towers. And my first thought was, oh, it's going to be a long day because that's all I'd see. I mean, I remember in the car, I was listening to the radio. I was like, oh, it's going to be a long day. But I said, okay, thanks a lot. And I got there and I walked, you know, walked to the newsroom and everybody's back in what's called a conference room. And we're sitting there, mouth agape, and I think I was in there about a minute or two when you know we saw the first one collapse, which uh, you know blew my mind. Um, never thought that was ever going to happen, and you know, so the second one happened. As far as um, how I feel about it, boy, it's going to sound horrible, but 
I'm of the mindset of discontinuing this um, reading of the name ceremony and this, uh, for lack of a better word, show. And I know people say, you know, you never forget all that stuff, but I just don't know if it, if we're, I don't know if I want to see that every single year and feel it every single year. I mean, because even to this day, I, mean, I, uh, I was working out yesterday and there's several packages on it. And just to see, you know, the, the planes flying in, the building smoke, and it's just like, I don't know if I want to recall that every single year, every single time. It just, I don't know. And maybe it's disrespectful. Maybe it's naive because I didn't know anybody personally that was lost there. Um, I knew coworkers who lost people there, but I just, to the point, I think, you know, 20 years is probably good enough. I don't have the information for this, but I wonder like how long or if at all, if at all, did we stop uh, doing ceremonies, I guess, in Hawaii for Pearl Harbor? You know, well, actually, every December 7th, you know, the people who are still alive, the, 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 I mean, that number is obviously diminishing, you know, by, by the day. Uh, but they still do the ceremony okay. uh, aboard, aboard the Arizona. You know, uh, for me, I remember I remember the day distinctly because I just started. Uh, I was, you know, doing comedy. Then I got a job as a teacher in New York City at uh, Boys and Girls High School. Uh, my father's alma mater. And I was, that was my first, you know, literally, I mean, September 11th, think about, think about the school year, um, Labor Day, oh, and right, then yeah. about a week later, uh, I'm still learning the ropes. And back then, you know, nothing was on computer, so you had to print out all your copies for all of, you know, your worksheets and everything else and hand them out. You know, that, that fresh smell of Rexograph. And, <laughs> and, and, really? It's, it's, yeah, it's zero. I used to smell them sheets. And Xerox. And uh, so... Uh, they had a room that, you know, the teachers would go in to, to print. You just had to wait until the copy was available and you could, you know, stick your paper in there and, and get your copies. And there was this guy. I don't know. I, every school building has some guy who thinks he's funny, you know, thinks he's a comedian, which was funny to me because I was actually a comedian, <laughs> you know, teaching. And every day he would roll up and, you know, tell his little jokes and I'd go, ha, 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 you know, listen and laugh and go, I can't believe this is, this is where my life is. And... One morning he came and I remember it was like nine-ish and he was like, oh man, did you hear? So I'm waiting for the punchline. So I got that semi-smile face on and he said, a plane hit the uh, World Trade Center. Now mind you, for, for people that are listening now, especially young people, there was no cell phone. There was no instant information. Information came out and it trickled. You know, when, when things happen in America, you used to go to CNN, the most trusted news source, and you'd watch because CNN had the uh, facility and the ability to be all over the world and, and follow these things. So when he told me, I thought, you know, oh, okay. So I'm thinking it must be somebody in their Cessna or their private plane, and they they, they trying to show off and, you know, show somebody around That's the city and got too close and hit the building. And it's happened in New York before. Um. And then um, a little while later, uh, there's a panic. There's a panic in the building. You, I, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you can imagine a building having a pulse or a, 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 a nervous system, but you could actually feel the shake, not from the implosion of the building, but the shake from the the tension in this in this school building uh, as the second plane hit and as the uh, towers collapsed. Um, and then uh, the principal came on the uh, loudspeaker 
for an early dismissal, which was like, wow, what's going on here? And, you know, then, you know, slowly but surely, you know, it's almost like, you know, in a stadium where they do the wave. But in this case, the wave was information being passed along that the Twin Towers collapsed, the Twin Towers collapsed, the Twin Towers collapsed. And I'll never forget this. This is the most chilling thing that happened that day was a girl, uh, some girl. I never saw, I didn't see her. I was in the hall, in the hallway, you know, getting my stuff and trying to, you know, make my way back to the room as all these people were trying to evacuate the building. And I heard the girl scream. It was like a wail because her parents worked in the building. Oh, wow. And then somewhere else off in the distance in another wing, you could hear somebody else screaming because their parents worked in the building. And it was going, you know, and, and, and you know, Boys and Girls High School is downtown Brooklyn. It's in Fulton Street and, and many of the kids... Uh, depending on where they live, have views of that building. Um, so, you know, you could hear these almost like sirens, but they were human beings screaming and wailing and breaking and falling down. And then, uh, you know, my son was, like you said, my son was in daycare and I had to get from Brooklyn to Staten Island. And, you know, everything was shut down. The traffic was shut down. They shut down the bridges. They shut down the tunnels because they didn't know what was going on. Nobody knew what was happening. They, you know, nation's under attack. And it took me hours to get home and I'm freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. And then remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but the cell phone lines went yeah. down. I remember that. So yeah, I couldn't a lot of, ta- there a lot of uh, towers, uh, towers up on the tower. Right. So, so I couldn't even call. I couldn't call home. I couldn't call uh, the babysitter. I couldn't call anybody. And, you know, and so that panic set in. And then as I finally get to uh, the Verrazano Bridge um, and I look to my right to see, you know, I mean, a familiar sight to me, you know, it was the World Trade Center. I couldn't see anything. It was just, it was just, it was, cut. it was like somebody had dropped a dirt bomb or 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 or, mm. or it was just this pall of gray brown smoke covering the whole of lower Manhattan and you could not you literally could not see through it it was just a pall of gray smoke that went from the top to the bottom um and you know you couldn't see I mean it wasn't like I could see flames or it was just it was you know just you couldn't see anything it was just gone it was like somebody took an eraser a brown eraser and erase those two buildings. And I thought about the times that I had been in there. I used to, you know, when I was, you know, dating, I used to take dates if they came from out of town. I'd always take them, you know, to the top of the uh, World Trade Center, just, you know, to show off the city. Um, I had been in that building multiple times. And, uh, yeah, Mark. No, I think, I think mine, mine took us up there. When the first yeah, no, we built. went up yeah. there with, uh, with, with uh, Aunt Mary the first time. We went to see uh, Operation Sale, nineteen seventy. I never forget it, nineteen seventy six. We watched it from up there. Um, so I had been in that building a, a gajillion times. Um, I used to, walk, you know, uh, I was dating somebody who lived worked in Lower Manhattan, so I used to, you know, take the the the, the you know the subway and you know go through right, you know, go yeah. right through the uh, World the, Trade Center um, stop, the A train. Because I, I worked right, right yeah. across the street from there at one time at 1BT Plaza. And I used to walk through right. that building, like you said, every night, every morning, all, all the time going through there, man. And never, because that was, that was a, that's, you know, you never could phantom that would ever happen. Right. No, you, I mean, that was a shortcut. That was a shortcut that connected all these buildings and it was the underground way to, to, to save time from going up, up top. Um, and so, yeah, it was devastating. And then the thing that, that really was, was crazy was, um, you know, I still, you know, they they, they they closed the school that afternoon. 
But then, you know, they were like, well, you know, uh, Giuliani and his foolishness, you know, we got to get right back up and, you know, pretend this didn't happen and forget all the trauma. And we got to get people back to work and back to school. And and they brought these kids, you know, and all of us back, you know, instead of being home for a couple of days while we processed this, what would happen, they had us back in school like the next day or the, or the day after, I remember. And so now I'm riding back over the bridge. And every day I'm looking, you know, I keep, I couldn't, you know, couldn't process it. So every day I'm still, I'm looking to my left as I'm going to the city and I'm looking to my right as I'm coming home, looking for those buildings. They were not there. And all you could see was the smoke. But, you know, on then then you started seeing, you know, the the military presence at the, at the toll booth on the Verrazano. And for, for I don't know how many nights, how many nights, the jets were screaming, the, uh, uh, the Navy and the Air oh, Force right, jets yeah. were screaming overhead and over Manhattan. Um, it was just, it was, it was an insane time. It was funny because you said about the, uh, you drove back over to Verrazano and looked and, you know, didn't see the towers for me being down in, um, just outside of Baltimore, the suburb of Baltimore, all I had was the TV images. So I, obviously I know what it is, but I don't have a visual, like I can see it clue. Yeah. For me, it struck me because, uh, I guess about a month, maybe a month and a half, I had to go down to North Carolina for a funeral. And I lived, I lived outside, just outside of Baltimore in the suburb of Baltimore, actually place called Owens Mills, where the Ravens uh, have their training right. facility. And normally, if I would go that route, I would take essentially 95 and bypass cutting through D.C. because it's just quicker. You know, I don't, you right. know, I, but I said, you know what, let me cut through D.C. because I want to see the Pentagon. And to drive by the Pentagon, because I knew the way to cut through, drive by the Pentagon and you see- On 395, yeah. yeah. You see a tarp. A, a blue, right. It was a blue tarp over, and it's like- Holding the building. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I mean, what the, it just, I know, it's always things like I would say, there's things I can understand intellectually and there's things I, I can understand emotionally. I can understand either one of those at that point. Because I'm driving by, I'm like, I, I, am, I, is, is this, am I seeing this? Is this real? There's a blue tarp over a big ass building. It wasn't like, you know, you put a tarp over a shed. It was, a, and it was just like mind blowing to see. I was like, Holy it was like a giant. Damn. Yeah, it was, that that was the amazing thing too. Because I remember, I remember uh, during that time. I mean, I was like I said, I was teaching, but I was still taking uh, jobs when they, you know, comedy jobs when they came up, and so you know, I'd have to drive down that way or whatever on the break. And I remember driving past. Like I said, that's what I remember. It's three ninety, right by Crystal City. Yep, yep. That's the exact, exact path. Because I, I wanted to see it. I didn't want to cut, you know, cut off by going over the. Uh, Memorial Bridge? Yes, Memorial Bridge. I didn't want to cut it off right. that way. And you'd ride by it, and and, and I, I remember being struck by the fact that they found a tarp yeah. big <laughs> enough to cover to cover, yeah. cover cover a giant hole in the building. Because, you know, the Pentagon is like the world's largest building. It, I mean, it's, you know, it's not... Ma- what you see is big. Underneath right. is ridiculously huge. And, yeah, they found it, you know, went to Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> And, it was uh, like a, it was like a government tarp. Yeah, it was like I, it was like a U.S. military, you know, tarp. I don't know who I made a tarp how, that big. It was incredible. how they got it together, but there was this giant plastic tarp over this big giant gaping hole gash in the side of the building. Yeah, I'm was. assuming it was a gash in the side of the building because I couldn't see because of the tarp. I, I happened to, to go down to um, where the trade center was at. Uh, I think the following week because I usually, oh, wow yeah, you went that soon yeah because I usually go to JR Music Earl and get my music. So I just right. happened you to go there. That is. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I went down there, and when you got there, everything is blocked off now. 
But you look, there's nothing but uh, debris. Uh, you see the fire trucks and uh, that were damaged because uh, you're over on Broadway. So you're like really right. like one block away from there where everything, but you know, they had it all closed off. And uh, I'm just shaking my head with disbelief like, God damn. These were two tall ass buildings that's not here no more. Nothing but debris. Right. And it was still smoldering because it was still, I guess, uh, burning underneath. It was burning. Still burning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember right. the few from um, the planes and stuff. So that stuff was still burning down there. So I got my happy ass out of there as soon as I got my music and went back to uh, my job. I'm surprised that they, that they were open because J.R. Yeah. was literally right, yeah. right there. It's, was it's right across yeah, the street. They were open the following week. Hey, didn't you say you had to go back to school the next day? <laughs> no, that's true. But that, you know, I'm glad you said that because I mean, now now that, that it, it 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 verifies the point. You know, they decided they weren't going to close the city or whatever. That's why so many people got sick, so many people got right. ill uh, that lived down there. They, you know, they 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 decided no, it's fine. You know, and I do remember. Yeah, they, they, you're absolutely right. They 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 opened up Lower Manhattan, even though. Um, they had that 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 nonsense there, that that pile of of of, of rubble there. It was um, it yeah. was insane. I mean, it, you gotta remember, they never checked the air quality to later on down the line. They never checked right. it after that to see what was floating in the air. So you got plain particles, human bodies, as as festival. You got so much yeah. shit that's Crazy. there that's that's in the air. And you got to remember, two tall buildings come down, and it's just spreading everywhere. The guy said it was like a white, thick smoke where they could barely breathe. So imagine this burning all this time, and people still going down there to go to work. People going down there to see, you know, like people going in to get their music. <laughs> I had a job to do. All right, say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ask the question: What song did you buy? Remember what record? Oh you man, I can't even tell you. I cannot even tell you what I bought, but it was good. I let you know that that I had to go down there and get it. I, I mean, you know, because I mean, you, you didn't want to go to downtown Brooklyn. No, or, no, no, no. Go to no, Wiz no, or no, anywhere. No. Like JR was my spot. That's my spot. My people was in there, so I had to hook up. So I was good. Oh yeah, the hook up. Risk breathing all that stuff to save a buck. Yeah, maybe that's why my lungs is fucked up there. Huh? I got two. <laughs> it could be. I'm thinking about this now. I mean, man. You've been talking about it. Yeah, you've been saying yeah. that. Yeah, you've been saying that. Now, now, wow. now, you, now you know. Damn, Keith, you should have just stayed home. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody else told you. To. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't go, I didn't go, uh, I'm trying to think. This is maybe seven years later. After, after really? Fact, seven years later you went? When I, yeah, because I mean, I, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't anywhere I needed to be, um, you know, certainly after they came down, um, I, I went, uh, I used to ride by, you know, the pile uh, when I was working, you know, in the radio, because I used to go up uh, the West Side Highway every morning uh, to get to uh, 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 the station, the studio. So I would ride by and I actually saw them rebuilding the Freedom Tower. I mean, I watched that go up. I literally watched that, you know, go from, from, from a hole in the ground to where it is now uh, over the course of those years. But I mean, I don't remember, I do not recall going uh to lower manhattan for any purpose um to buy anything to shop anywhere just to even be down there to, to go to the pile i don't i don't even recall doing that have you been to the and footprints yet, since 
I, I, yeah, I actually did. I, w- I walked to the footprints, uh, you know, like I said, just after they, after the Freedom Tower kind of opened, plus the station, you know, the Chamber Street station. I mean, I, you know, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they rebuilt that. Now, you know, I used to take the train. It's funny because you take the train downtown to catch the bus to come, the express bus to go home. So, yeah, I mean, I spent a lot of time downtown after the fact, but uh, as it happened, no. I mean, I just, you know, um, to me, just to ride over the bridge on a daily basis was, was, it was, it was, it was sobering. And, 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 and that feeling from 2001 until they put up the Freedom Tower didn't go away. I mean, I constantly looked, uh, Thinking maybe I'm looking at, you know, that's what it was. I was thinking I was looking in the wrong direction. Because the buildings wasn't there. Right. I was thinking maybe I'm, you know, maybe, maybe my bearings are off. And, you know, my, my sense of direction is pretty good. I was thinking maybe my bearings are off. And I used to take people, I mean, you know, I, you know, our, our cousin uh, Karen came up uh, with, with her daughters, Joy, and uh, my other cousins. And uh, I went, you know, met them and, and uh, they came over to Staten Island. And, you know, I remember, you know, putting them on, taking them on the ferry. Uh, to ride over, but they were riding over. I mean, and, and it was funny because, you know, usually you take that ride on the ferry, it's pretty dramatic. You're coming across and you see the two Twin Towers. They're not there anymore. I mean, it's still it's still a dramatic sight, lower Manhattan, as you're coming on, on the water across the uh, across the harbor. But those buildings were not there. It was just, it, 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 I don't think people who have not seen it or haven't been there could appreciate it. I, I tell you when I went down, I did go down um, after... Uh, the buildings were all the way down after the pile had been cleaned up, and as they were, I guess, prepping it for the um, the new buildings. For the new buildings, yep. And I remember taking the uh, when I was still teaching, I was taking the kids on a class trip, and we stood outside and listened. They had to have these guys, these conspiracy conspiracy theorists, that would stand there with pictures <laughs> and talk, and they, and people would gather around, and it was almost like the the Black Israelites, but they were conspiracy theorists talking about. You know the implosion and the and the, and the control uh, demolition of those two buildings, and why did this building go down? But number seven stayed up, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It was crazy. It, it was really, really crazy. Um, as I said, it, it, it's 20 years yeah. ago, but it seems like yes. You know, it's funny. I Thank haven't you. been been down there until I think last last year before COVID start. I met my daughter at her job. She works at uh, Manhattan Community. Uh, college down there. That was the first time I was down there in uh, 19 years. I haven't even, okay. you know, I see the Freedom Tower, but I have not been on that walk over there or anything. You know, it's just an eerie feeling, you know, being in that area when, when I go down there now. Yeah, it is, I mean, it, it is, again, and I think there's a before and after quality to it. You know, people that remember what it was before. I mean, because I, again, I, you know, just just in terms of, of 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 life and everything else, I can't tell you how many times I was down there on on the waterfront in the wee hours of the morning. You know, either coming from some club or coming from some party or or or, or bringing a date home. Um, so all of that area to me is like is is it was like you know very familiar, and then. Um, it all changed on September 11th. Uh, it just it all changed. Everything everything I thought I knew uh, was gone. It was just it was just it it, it just disappeared. 
So uh, before we go, I um, mean, uh, again, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, for New Yorkers, this is certainly a solemn time. Uh, I'm talking as the, the, ambulance. Uh, <laughs> the ambulance is going by. Um, I guess that's yeah. Is, is I guess that's 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 my cue to 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 have some reverence for for nine eleven. Um, yeah, I think for New Yorkers, it's it, it's a special space. I used to get crazy when I'd hear people in other parts of the country talking about, well, they attacked this man, and we got to And I'm like, man, you don't even know. We, we're New Yorkers. We were there. You know, we we were there. We we lived it. We saw it. We breathed it. We you know, it was, you know, uh, don't try to co-opt it. And you know, and the, uh, I remember like the the, the paranoia after uh, the attack, and people in Iowa were worried about you know. You know, we have to go over there before they come over here. And I was thinking, ain't nobody going to Iowa. <laughs> they going to get some corn? <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody coming to Nebraska to get you. Ain't nobody thinking about you out there in middle America. Ain't nobody thinking about you in in, in, in Dakota. You know, if they, if they come and they, they, they're, you know, we know where they're going. They're going to New York. They're going to San Francisco. They're going to Los Angeles. They're going to Chicago. But they ain't coming to no damn, you know, Des Moines to try to get you. So relax, calm down. Um, we also lost somebody last week. We, we didn't get a chance to talk about, and I, I just want to, you know, make sure we cover him today. Uh, Michael K. Williams, uh, actor, Brooklyn-born actor, and, you know, we're all Brooklynites, Brooklyn-born actor, Michael K. Williams, uh, died from an overdose last week. And, um, again, trying to process that has been, been kind of, you know, tricky and difficult. I mean, you know, we, you know, it seems like there's a young, a crop of young black actors um, that are that were really establishing themselves as that next generation, and and the the heir to to um, the black actor I don't know championships. Um, when you're talking about a Chadwick Boseman who died from from colon cancer. And now we're losing Michael K. Williams to what's apparently a, a fentanyl overdose, and I, I just it, it 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 it's disturbing to me. Um, just 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 the the loss because these guys, both of them, created like some of the most iconic characters on screen, and they're gone. Uh, I know you brought it up, Keith, so I'll start yeah, with you. Uh, Omar, The Wire, uh, movie, we, the show we just watched, Lovecraft. County, he was just in. Right, okay. yeah, country, country, he was just in. And this guy was, you know, blowing up, man. And like you said, the, the overdose from these drugs these guys are taking, I don't understand when you have the world in front of you, you have so much to, to give and so much to do, and, and kids are looking up to you. And then you get caught in this stuff, and you see what it does to, to just the normal people. So right. that's the part that puzzles me about these guys, you know, with, 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 and the stuff that they're taking is like crazy fentanyl and all this other stuff. Why? Just to get a, a super high? That super high, you, you, very few people come back from. And, and that's the sad part. This cat was very talented. Man. I, I happened to meet him. I went to a play, and um, he happened to be a very nice guy, very, uh, you know, like, very approachable. You know, right. and that's just who he was. You know, straight out of Brooklyn, he was out of Flatbush. And uh, when when I got the, the the text that he died, I was shaking my head like, "Y'all got to be kidding me!" I was like, "Wow, a- a- another talent gone, man." 
Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, he was uber talented as an actor. Apparently, I just learned. I was. I was. Uh, yesterday years yeah, old also, when I learned yeah, uh, that he was a also, dancer God, for Janet Jackson. Video from drawing a blank on the song, but yeah, he was a house dancer with you know house music. That was his stuff. Yes, yeah, uh, uh, I think it was Music Factory, right? Finally, there you go. Finally, he's one of the guys in that video when you see in the background. He's the like one of the dudes dancing. Dancing house music. Yeah, I mean it's 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 it's, it's just it's uh, again as I said that one crushed you know me. Uh, when I mentioned Chadwick Boseman, I wasn't saying he you know obviously didn't die of a drug drug overdose, but he died for not getting checked out, not having himself, not having you know colonoscopies on a regular basis, not signs. not or ignoring. Um, the, the warnings because the warning he was signs. still young usually they tell you don't get yeah, the colon said, uh, I mean, check up to reach the age of like for this guy I mean right. I'm sorry to cut you up but this guy I knew who he what? was and, and obviously it's sad but this is going to sound horrible but his is more like you were playing with that that you were Russian roulette in anyway doing what you so, were doing with the drugs so it's it's not like it's sad because it happened but it's right. not like sad because Wow, this is sort of un- unexpected. Bozeman, Chadwick was sort of like, damn, man, not that guy. For that reason, yeah. too. Right. No, I mean, again, yeah, I mean, uh, you make both of you make great points. Uh, certainly, Keith, yes, you're supposed to get checked. Uh, most people get checked after 40, unless you have a, yeah. a family history of it, in which case you're supposed to be checked earlier. Um, speaking of which, I think I'm due for my five year checkup, so uh, I'm not just talking that I'm gonna go ahead. And the solution's not that bad anymore. Like, I've had two, the second time around, that solution is um, almost it's just a week of Kool Aid, quite frankly. It's really not that bad at all. It's a week of purple stuff. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it was. It was, uh, it, it was, it was <laughs> this one actually was uh clear, but it was the great flavor, it was purple, you know. Oh, you know, Mine's I, I was had, had the great orange. Taste. It had the orange, and, and it wasn't. I mean, especially if you talk to like our parents, they make it seem like you were swallowing uh, uh, oil. <laughs> it's like, oh man. But us, I mean, this this version of the <laughs> prep is nothing. I mean, I, you know, I, I, why are we prepping? I mean, isn't that your job to get on up in there some... with your with your little scope yeah. or whatever? I mean, you know, I we. I'm doing the doctor's job. It got to be clear, Anthony. You got to see. We all know after that prep, the stuff there, 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 it was clear. <laughs> my thing, I saw a lung come out one time. I'm like, hey, is that a lung there? Yep, that's my lung. <laughs> so it, everything is is washed out. <laughs> clean, it cleans the whistles, they say. My colon cleans, squeaky clean, as they said. Uh, yeah, no, your ass clumps, I think it was. <laughs> No, the, the, no, exactly right. It's clean yeah. as a whistle. In fact, if you bend over and the wind blows in the whistle, <laughs> like like blowing over the top of a bottle. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, it, 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 these are things that we have to do as, as human beings. And it's unfortunate that uh, uh, Michael, you know, Carter, Michael K. Williams uh, yeah. you know, died as a, as a result of... of uh, fentanyl overdose and, and 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 I don't know what the cause of the addiction was and addiction is a serious thing and I'm not here to make light of it. Um, it's just unfortunate that we lose uh, shining stars um, yeah, to drugs. Uh, period. Michael I don't, I don't care what, 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 you know, who the who the who the who the loss is. 
Yeah, Prince the same thing. I mean, you know, uh, the opioid overdose, um, and it's 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 you know these these guys we we can't afford to lose uh, those arrows in our yeah, human sure. and quiver. Damn, write that down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, before we go, uh, there's a couple of sports topics I want to cover real quick. Uh, certainly football, but this this this, mm-hmm. this one uh, you brought to my attention. Mark, uh, this Alana McLaughlin, who is uh, uh, MMA fighting. Uh, Alana McLaughlin just won, and and there's a a, there's a controversy because Alana is transgender. I don't know what Alana's uh, name, uh, dead name is, but uh, at one point, uh, Alana was a special forces operator from the army, um, and now uh, she's uh, fighting an MMA competition. But if you look at a lot of McLaughlin, um, yes, uh, she may have been a woman trapped in a man's body, but the man's body is the one that's beating the hell out of these other women. Uh, and I don't know how I feel about that. What do you think? So, no, <laughs> I'm going to preface this like some people preface things. You know, I have you know I have black friends. I have, you know, yeah, that's kind of the I'm on your side. So before you start sending things to my Instagram or hitting show up, whatever, I'm on your side. This one is tough to take because I still believe while Alana obviously was a woman uh, trapped in a man's body because you don't go through this if you're not. I mean, nobody's doing this for a lark or, you know, hey, it was one crazy weekend. That's a long thought out process with emotional and psychological and just deep thinking to get to this point. The problem I have is that while she was a woman trapped in a man's body emotionally, intellectually, and uh, I guess spiritually. Physically, she is genetics of a man. So when she takes that man by, and as my brother just said, she wasn't like she was just, um, she wasn't Urkel. She was, you know, a, a pretty accomplished uh, physical specimen. And you take that, and now you say, I'm going to compete again in, in in female sports, it seems to be unfair at the very least. Um, if she was some kind of a, say if she was some kind of Urkel man, you know, making like some like you know kind of weakling, kind of nerdy type guy, it would still be unfair because of her uh, bone structure and physical pre uh, uh, a birthright of, of a male to suddenly switch. I just think that's it's a bridge too far, I think. And it's not because I'm homophobic or anti-trans or whatever pronoun you want to go with. I'm none of those things. This one just kind of rubs me the wrong way. I agree. I agree with you uh, completely, Mark. Um, The past Olympics, they had two transgenders that were in it. Uh, One was a weightlifter, weightlifter named Lauren Hubbard. The other one was Stephanie Barrett, a Canadian archer. And that created a a dialogue, as we're talking about now. Um, They're matched up against other women, but they have more men traits to them. Uh, Actually, the guy, uh, I think Laura Hubbard, won the weightlifting. Even though, yeah, even though now you're, you're, you're being presented as a woman, you still have the strength of a man. That doesn't change. You know, and it gives you a psychological uh, 
a, a, I guess, uh, advance over the, the woman that's really uh, a woman there that's doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah, for, for, so it's, it's not for me. The, the biggest I, I don't aspect see is the physical aspect. If they were like, um, if, if he was transitioned to a woman and they were playing chess, well, that's just your mind. There's no physical, or if they were bowling, or if they were, uh, I guess, archery. I know archery has some right. aspect of strength, but it's really a skill uh, set or cornhole or something like that. That wouldn't bother me as much. But it's the the attic that is hand literally hand to hand competition. This is not like you know, I'm trying to. That's the part. It's it's hand to hand. This is not a skill of mind. This is a skill of physical strength with some tactic with some uh, technical uh, traits, but it's really just right. you know, whoop your ass, and that seems unfair. <laughs> yeah, right. It, well, it, it's it's all. I mean, again, it, it, it's it's yeah. what's the old adage? Good big man beats good little man every time, and and that's there's a reason why Ali never fought um, Roberto Duran. You know, they came up at the same time, but there's a reason why Ali never fought Roberto Duran because physically you cannot match these two people together. You just can't, even though they're both boxers and they're both men, you cannot match them together. And we're talking about a combat sport. Um, if all things are equal, the technique is equal, um, skill level is equal, then the, the, the deciding factor is your physique, your phys- physicality. And if your physicality, um, if your genetics, if you're if you're born genetics, the genetics you were born with, uh, and and um, I don't want to get into a, a, a discussion about identity. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. But I I, I I accept, as you said, Mark. I accept that you are a woman trapped in a man's body, but you are a woman still trapped in a man's body. That man's body is the is the body that you're using. To engage in this this combat sport, I think it gives you a distinct advantage, um, you know, uh, yeah. over over the person you're 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 competing against. Um, you know, it's just 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 the nature of what it is. I mean, I, we don't play basketball um, against first graders. We just don't do it. Um, I remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, uh, when I was in Virginia and I still play basketball every afternoon and every afternoon there was uh, a couple of girls from the uh, Virginia hoop squad. And Virginia has got a highly ranked uh, women's basketball team. They are, they are, you know, they are uh, women's basketball powerhouse parentally. Uh, and there was a couple of girls that came down. I won't say her name, but uh, every time she'd come and she want to guard me and she, you know, and would talk trash and, you know, I wasn't, you know, and, you know, she wanted to go hard, but then I'm thinking if I go hard and I just dip my shoulder, I'm going to knock you down. It's stupid. I mean, I, you know, I get it. I get the competitive nature of all of this, but when it comes, yes. And if, if I don't, if I just, you know, back off you and give you the, the open J, you're going to knock it down. I know you can shoot it. Um, I know you can dribble. I get all that. But if I get the ball on the block and I decide I'm backing you down, I'm backing you down. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. If I'm you if I'm this, Ryan, bigger somebody, and stronger, you're, that's just you know, the nature of the game. Yeah, I'm going to win this battle. I, I can, I'm, not, I'm not backing down Brittany Griner. Right. Then again, I could back down uh, right. uh, Skylar Diggs. I think I'm strong enough. I could knock her down. I mean, back her down. Right. I don't anybody say anything stupid. 
Hey, man, that's crazy. I, did, I said something <laughs> totally innocent. And I got backtracked. Or something, so I just said totally innocent. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. But wait, that's wait, what wait, I'm saying. Wait, I'm, wait yeah. You sure she was guarding you just to be guarding you? Or she wasn't appreciative <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, uh, no, no I, listen. Every, you said, she she said every time she came there, she wanted to guard you. No, she couldn't stand me. That's, <laughs> that was part of the issue because I think I may have oh. made some jokes about <laughs> her, her list. that got back to her at one point. And so oh, okay was, then. Yeah, okay. It was certainly, yeah, It was there was no love there at all. When I tell you there was no love, I mean, there was no love so at she, all. So but she was I'm, clapping her hands. Yeah, I got you, nigga. I got you now. Come on, what you going to do? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Boy, that's personal. <laughs> yeah, he can only he can only go. He can't go to his left. You know, she be overplaying the right, and I'm like, wow, okay, okay. You know, so we'll see what happens. You know, but then you know, then you you know you're, you're trying to to, and maybe it was sexist of me at the time. I, I can admit it. Maybe it was sexist of me to think I'm not gonna go as hard at you as you coming at me because you know you're a woman. Maybe I should have just busted ass. Maybe I should have just you know ran over her. You know, and then flex after, you know, after I score, you know, I mean, you know, right in the face, you know, after I score. But, I, you know, how stupid is that? I, I, that, that was that was the time. So anyway, I'm just saying in this particular case, yeah. in the case of Alana McLaughlin, no, you should not be fighting against women. Um, and, and if exactly. you cannot find unless you can find a transgender that, no woman problem. that wants to fight right. you. Agreed. And then, then I have no problem. Then, then I have no issue. I go, go do your thing. Knock them out. But if you're fighting against uh, women who are born women and identify as women, then I, I have an issue with it. Uh, before we go, uh, this was the opening weekend of the NFL season, and I just want to get some real quick, uh, quick, fast, in a hurry uh, takeaways. Well, having my Steelers won to beat the Bills, a really tough game. Ball. Thought going into that was going to be in trouble. Yeah. Well, first half, great second half. Defense looks legit. The line's still a little iffy, but that's okay. And while I'm not expecting a 13-win season, I keep forgetting it's a 17-game game season, I think we can get double digits and, and we'll be okay. I just trust enough in in Tomlin, although I, I bash him sometimes, but I trust enough, enough in his overall ability <laughs> that we should be okay. No, he didn't think Ben looked like that for a, a, a good man. moment now. I didn't like some of the play calls because I didn't like it seemed a lot like last year, but here's a twist to last year. <clears throat> last year when they were doing these little dink and dunks and you know, two step, you know, uh swings, they never followed up with the double move or okay, fine, that now they're gonna squat on these routes and they started going deep. And that's when they started doing later on. They started going deep and started to get some creases. So it, it was some wrinkles to it. But Looking over, it, the problem is all these guys look. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers looked horrible, but all these guys look horrible because they don't play any preseason no, games and, and all that. You know, there's so much reduced practice, and then they have was what the Steelers had fourth preseason game. I think Ben or the real offense only played one. It just like the first four games one. almost seemed like the preseason. The first four games of the regular season, and then at that point you start seeing where your strides are because guys are just. And you see their bodies, and it's just a lot. So, game by game five, I think we should you'll know quite frankly how all the teams are, assuming health being the case. Okay. Okay. Um, the game that I enjoyed yesterday was yeah, go Chiefs. Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, Baker Mayfield came out on fire, and somehow the second half, 
He couldn't do nothing. <laughs> but Pat Mahomes, oh, that boy's the real deal, man. He throw it underneath, over, left, right, whatever way he can put some power underneath that ball, he can make it happen. But uh, that was a great game. Uh, also, the St. Louis uh, whipping up. That surprised on, uh, me. I think Tennessee's Titans. Uh, yeah, that surprised <laughs> me too because I took Tennessee and I, and I lost. <laughs> oh, you, you're not, not saying you mean, oh, you mean Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. 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 Showing your, showing your yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's lost on them guys. They, you know, they, they didn't come through like I thought they would, you know. But otherwise, the season looks pretty good. You know, New York Giants and Jets doing what they always yeah, do. It's, it's still and, let's let's changing that, in that category, you know. Let's go Raiders. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I, you know, my take, uh, the, 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 the interesting thing I saw – uh, this week it's certainly the 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 Cleveland Kansas City game was exciting. My man Jameis Winston, now that he got that LASIK, I was really thrilled for Jameis Winston. Uh, you know, putting up them five uh, uh, touchdowns and no picks, although they had one should have been a pick, but it was a, a penalty on it. So he got five touchdowns. He looked good. Um, he looked competent, and I was I was thrilled for him because I think that they put him in the in the. They were about to 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 Wally Pip him and put him out out to pasture, even though this guy was a Heisman Trophy winner and the first overall pick, and you know he can't get a second shot. Um, I, I thought something surprised me on Monday night, and that was Tampa Bay and Dallas having to be in a shootout because everybody thought that game was going to be an easy yeah. walkover win. Tampa Bay had to come from behind to win that game, and I think. What I saw is that either Dallas's offense is really, really good, or Tampa Bay's defense is not as good as we thought. Um, and and my final thought is, uh, you know, Cam Newton. Yeah, he don't want to play anymore. Apparently, take the shot. He cl- he clearly does not want to play anymore. I mean, because right now, you know, there, there's an ideal location landing spot for him right there in Washington with his old coach. And they need a quarterback. He, I mean, you mean to tell me he can't start over over Ryan Fitzpatrick? Of course he could if he wanted to Easily. play. But I guess he doesn't. Well, I mean, you know, like I said Derek's not here to to tell us he's not watching football, so I'll do it for him. Uh, until Cap gets a job, Derek Powell is not watching football. That's <laughs> uh, true. But, but for the rest of us, we'll be watching all season long, and I hope you guys keep listening and subscribing all season long because we'll be talking this stuff all season long uh if you have not subscribed to power to the people do not know i said this every week i do not know what you're waiting for you should be already in the family in the loop this is one of the finest shows in the whole podcasting universe uh we are internationally listened to uh, we got listeners in japan germany i see that they're listening in russia the netherlands is suddenly picked up i don't know why brazil they're listening to us they listen to us all over the country we got big listenership in cali and texas we are we're being listened to all over new england and uh, connecticut massachusetts big listeners down here in new jersey and in new york they love us uh, and certainly in Michigan and Illinois, they're, they're big fans. So you should be too. You should make sure you do it. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Uh, and if you don't want to, you know, go searching for podcasts, ask Alexa to play Power to the People and it'll come right up. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, go to Facebook, 
pow to the people on Facebook and click the uh, action button. It'll take you to the latest podcast. Or you can find us on Twitter at pow to the peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, pow to the peeps on Twitter. You can follow us all on Instagram, Comic Tony Powell, Big Fella 55, Mark 7372. Did I get it? Actually, I don't have my phone right now. Check it. Make sure. All right. Well, in any event, if if it's not him, then enjoy the pictures of the person that is named Mark 7372. In any event, we'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace.